0: Hello, and welcome back to the Speak Up Sports podcast. I'm Anna Lively, teenage reporter for Sports Illustrated Kids, writer for MLB.com, and host of this podcast. I can't believe I'm starting season six today. I hope everyone had a great summer. To kick off season six, I'm joined with one of the greatest softball pitchers of all time, Jenny Finch. Jenny was an All-American National Player of the Year and National Champion at the University of Arizona. She is also a two-time Olympic medalist and USA Softball Hall of Fame inductee. She is now an MLB ambassador and in charge of the Jenny Finch Empowerment Award. Today, we'll be talking about how she became a pitcher, her successful playing career, work as an MLB ambassador, and so much more. Please don't forget to share this podcast with others. Looking forward to a great season six. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Jenny Finch. Well, welcome back to the Speak Up Sports podcast. I'm Anna Lively and this week on the podcast, I am joined with An awesome softball athlete, amazing person on the field and off the field, Olympian and softball, great pitcher and Hall of Famer, Jenny Finch. Jenny, thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Good to see you again. Yes, so good to see you too. Long time no see, but I'm excited to really dive into your full story. So when was the first time that you picked up a softball and knew that you wanted to be a pitcher? I would have to say, so I started out in t-ball, playing at five
1: and my brothers played baseball. And so I love the fact that it was different compared to what my brothers did, but kind of very similar at the same time. And it was like, finally my turn. One brother, my oldest, Shane, is 10 years older. And then my middle brother, Landon, is five years older. So there's quite a bit of age gap. So There's lots of nights at the ballpark watching them play. So it was like, finally my turn to play. Um, and I, I just, I fell in love with playing with, you know, finally being surrounded by girls other than boys growing up in a household of boys. Um, and I love to compete. I lost at everything in my house. And so it was so fun to, you know, experience winning outside of my house and, um, have that opportunity. And I was a bigger girl than most. And so I kind of, um, I would say softball helped embrace kind of my strengths and who I was getting to like, see these you know the bigger part of me excel at things and um, it becoming a strength versus something that I was kind of um, not embarrassed about but just different I would say Mm
0: -hmm. that's such a fun story I love that you said like I couldn't win in my house but you went on the softball field and you you did everything you could to win I mean accolades are out of this world but during your career at Arizona where you played in college you accomplished every major you know accomplishment you could you won a national title you're an All-American National Player of the Year and so many more but what would you say which accomplishment meant the most to you during your collegiate career and why? Definitely the national championship
1: Um, there was you know a lot of individual awards but nothing was sweeter than that victory, And I think, you know, you don't really experience and understand and fully like grasp um, victory unless you experience defeat. And so I feel like going to the Women's College World Series my freshman year, my sophomore year and coming up short, uh, mm-hmm. it just made that junior year winning that much sweeter. And we really were able to appreciate it. And especially we had eight seniors that year. And they hadn't won a national championship. They had made it to the finals their freshman year. And so to be able to send them out with a ring on top was like just the ultimate. It was truly a dream. And some of those girls I had played even like 18 under ball with. And so, you know, they were truly like sisters to me. And so to be able to send them out on top was just incredible and to celebrate with them.
0: That's awesome. I love that you talk about your favorite part being the team big win after, you know, experiencing the defeat aspect. So I have to ask you, can you take me through that last out, the emotions, what you were feeling? And then once you guys got it, celebration.
1: Well, we were playing UCLA and, um, you know, just a powerhouse and one through nine can pretty much hit it over the fence. And we only had a one zero lead. And so it was like, surely it, you know, Lord, you didn't bring me all the way to this point to fall short. And, you know, your mind is going in every which direction. And you're just trying to be where your feet are and be present. And like, I can't tell you the millions of times I told myself one pitch at a time, one pitch at a time, you know, don't look at, don't try to get seven innings. Don't try to, you know, look who's on deck. It's just this next pitch, one pitch at a time. And so um, getting to experience uh, that victory pitch at the end was, so much fun and just for me it was almost like okay it's over we did it thank goodness it's finally here the moment we've been waiting for since Mm -hmm. we've stepped on campus as freshmen
0: I love that that's awesome that you try to remind yourself and ground yourself in doing one step at a time instead of getting ahead of yourself which definitely can't be easy especially in a big moment like that with only a one zero lead but I love that story so you obviously had a great career in Arizona, but after that, you went on to help lead Team USA into multiple World Cups, World Championships, and then Olympic medals. You were able to win gold and silver, and what are some of your favorite memories as you reminisce and think about playing in the red, white, and blue uniform?
1: You know, you go to the podium moments, and those by far are um, like the pinnacle of the journey, but it's it's the journey that was by far the most special, um, traveling around the world, playing the game that you loved. And I was like, I was in Lisa Fernandez's autograph line, you know, when I was a little girl. And so to be able to play and compete with her was one thing, but like to be able to be on this year, year journey of trying to be the best in the world and getting to learn from her and train beside her and pick her brain. And, um, and I think that about all of, the, all of my teammates that I had, you know, um, truly iron sharpens iron. And when you're around the best of the best, um, it's it's a dream. And so just to be in that environment with one another and competing uh, for our country and trying to be the best that we absolutely can be and bring the gold home. Um, so many fun, fun memories, whether it be the bus rides or the hotel rooms, or we trained in Italy for a month before 2004. And there was a lot of highs and lows in that. It was a month-long trip and um, a long journey over there. And the the, the housing was not the best. Um, the training facilities were not the best. But you kind of, I think for us, that was such a key trip into allowing us to go into Athens, Greece and to bring the gold home. So um, just so many great memories. I don't even know where to begin. But most importantly, <laughs> I would say just the, the sisterhood and the time that we had with one another. Um, yes, training, but also just as as people and getting to just share life with them.
0: That's awesome. I love that you talk about the making lifelong memories with teammates and then going from being in an autograph line with Lisa Fernandez, just like that journey and that aspect alone, and then just making the most of the facilities you guys had to do the best that you could and continue to train for the Olympics. But what would you say, like, where was your favorite spot to travel throughout your time playing for Team USA? Oh, goodness. Um, and again, like, I always go back to Athens, Greece, just because
1: it's it's where the Olympics began and to be right. able to go back there again. And like, it was just um, so special, but I we went to Japan quite a bit for the Japan cup. And it was usually in the fall and Japan, um, was our toughest competition. And I would say still is to this day for Team USA, but um, they always just had an incredible fan support. We played in these just huge baseball stadiums that they would convert to softball stadiums. And the hotels were always just advanced technology. The food was really good. The culture is just really cool. And um, people are just very humble and kind. And so I always enjoyed um, getting to go to Japan.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> Love that. Super fun for sure. But so you played for Team USA for so many years, but you also were able to play professionally for the Bandits in U- in the U.S. You had your jersey retired by them. You're also in the USA Softball Hall of Fame. Amazing accomplishments. But as you reflect on your playing career as a whole, what do you think attributed to both your athletic success, but also your mental toughness during the highs and lows?
1: I would, I would say my faith first and foremost, just because like, that's kind of where my roots are, where I'm grounded in and, um, my belief in God and knowing that like, he has a purpose in it all. And so knowing that like, yes, I'm here trying to win softball games, but it's so much bigger than that. And so I think no matter like what my circumstances were going on around me or how much like pressure I was feeling, it was always like, okay, God, like I surrender it to you. Like I am just the vessel and I'm trying to do the best that I can, but ultimately like it's you and your will will be done and I have to be okay with that. And so um, that for me, I think always kept me grounded and just kept um, my peace within. Um, and too, like I always had to just kind of, okay, like try to figure out what he was trying to teach or how he was trying to use me in those moments and um, trying not to miss that um, through the highs and the lows. Um, and then I would say just, you know, my teammates and my my dad was super tough on me. And, you know, there is some crazy, crazy parents out there. And I would say, luckily, like he wasn't over the line crazy. Although asking like 14 year old Jenny, I would probably say yes. But looking back, (laughs) it was always, he always kind of found that like he pushed just enough. Um, and he believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. And, um, just going back to, I think it's just like anything, um, you know, like the more you prepare, the more confident you're going to be. And so it was just like not leaving one stone unturned and knowing that no matter what the outcome is, like I can look back and say, I did everything I could in my power, um, to be my best.
0: I love, And I think
1: teammates teammates for me, like that's the key, you know, like, yes, it wasn't just me out there. And I remember being at the Olympics and seeing all these individual sports athletes, sport athletes. And I was just like, I am so thankful that I have these teammates around me and it's not down to like one day, you know, one event, eight seconds, like for a win to win a medal. It's, it's 10 days. It's, you know, 15 of us out there on the field, all trying to accomplish this together.
0: That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. And I love that you bring up the importance of leaning on your teammates and having the support of them to help you since softball. So great in the aspect that it's such a big team sport. So Now, outside of playing the game of softball, you're still doing so much great work as like an MLB ambassador, softball coach, and impacting so many others by your award, which is the Jenny Finch Empowerment Award. Definitely love writing stories about that. (laughs) But can you talk about your roles with those different aspects and the impact that you sort of hope to make throughout them?
1: It's been a dream, honestly, and I, I know what a gift softball has been to me. and so to be able to now invest in the future and help and encourage the next generation going through it. And you know, yes, like softball is, you know, the label on it, but it's so much more than that. And mm-hmm. uh, the life lessons that you learn from sport and from playing sport and a mother of three, like I know, how much I want my kids to be involved in sports only because it sets them up for, you know, for life. And it's those life lessons that um, truly they'll keep with them forever and help shape and create who they are. And uh, I've been extremely blessed with opportunities that the generation before me didn't. And now the next generation is going to have even greater opportunity. And so it's just such a cool thing to be able to um, invest and see young people on you know, their own journey, but the same journey that um, we've had through softball. So, and growing up a Dodger fan, I couldn't ever dream of being able to work for major league baseball and let alone like softball events. And, you know, just um, huge kudos to for being able to um, assist in and encourage and empower these next generation of leaders. And like, yes, you know, growing up, it was always second to the boys, always, always, always. And I think there's, it still is for the most part. We still have so much room um, to continue to break boundaries and to continue to provide opportunities for um, young girls and women, but we've come so far. We have to celebrate that at the same time. And Arm Hammer really came up big. And so to be able to invest in these young athletes that maybe haven't been seen or they're not um, maybe not the most talented, but they're making an incredible impact in their in their communities. They're doing great things in their families, um, in in their schools, and just uh, being able to shine a light on these young athletes for being who they are and giving them a ten thousand dollars scholarship. That mm-hmm. alone um, can change the trajectory of of lives, and it is absolutely. And to be able to be able to celebrate that and to do that and to, you know, give these girls and be the one to present it is truly an honor.
0: I think it's so great. And it's so fun to watch you be a part of the annual, you know, softball game around the all-star game. You're Lisa. I know a lot of people have fun watching you and you guys interact, all the celebrities and everything in between, but also the impact that continuing to make with the jenny finch empowerment award and i bet it's so cool from your perspective to just see the impact that it's making on these young female teenage softball athletes that are just gonna continue to grow and do great things from the award that you have helped to give them
1: absolutely it's it's truly a dream and
0: to be able to use my platform
1: to then you know encourage and empower them um, that's what i feel like my calling is and what a gift it is to be able to do that.
0: Yes. I love that. So awesome. But you do even more things outside of that, because in addition, you host the Jenny Finch, you did an all-star classic a couple of weeks ago, but also the Jenny Finch world series annually. So what do you, what would you say you enjoy most about running these types of events and being able to help be there to support the next generation of top softball players? for me, it's still being able to be a part of the game and still being able to be connected.
1: And I just, I remember like watching these softballers like Todd Richardson and Lisa Fernandez. And I'm like, I'm never going to be a lifer. Like I want to, you know, have my own career and have kids. And like, as I was in it and getting to that point of like, okay, I still want to do this. Like, this is still so, you know, like to be able to, do what you love. It's it's amazing. And now it's like I never want to leave the game. I never want to not have my fingerprints in the game. And so for me, it's just to be around the game and to be around these future athletes and um, to share the fact that like, hey, I was once in your shoes and mm-hmm. I was right there lacing up my cleats and making the same sacrifices as you are. And um, you can do this. You can do anything. You can be even greater than than I was. And you can do um, so much now. There's so much opportunity within sport. It's not only just playing, but, um, on the technology side and, you know, um, sports psychology, I feel like, you know, athletic training, there's, there's so many avenues that you can broadcasting, you know, there's so many ways that you could still be connected and the doors are opening for women. So it's so exciting to see, and just to be able to kind of relate and get down, um, and see these young girls eye to eye, like, Hey, keep going. You got this. You can, you can do it.
0: That's awesome. I love that because I, Imagine you being there at those type of events means so much to the next generation because they know that you've experienced everything and so they can really use you as both a role model but also a coach to, to ask you different things that they might not have experienced before. So that's awesome that you're doing all that great coaching. But you're also an author as well. I mean, you've done it all, Jenny's, <laughs> but you you authored the book, "Throw Like a Girl Had a Dream Big," and Believe in yourself. Can you talk about how this book came to be, and what you hope young girls take away from reading it?
1: Yes, absolutely. So growing up being a female athlete, literally, my dad would like find any article or my mom would bring me any article on a female athlete and I would just be a sponge to it. And I couldn't get enough. And it was usually you know, like the last page of the newspaper or, you know, the last page in a, in a magazine, but there was like a tiny, tiny paragraph of a female athlete. And I wanted to learn from them. I wanted to hear about it and um, hear about their journey. And, um, and so for me, it was like, there's, there wasn't anything out there for softball players. And I wanted to be able to share, yes, those incredible moments and amazing moments, but most importantly, how hard it was. And I feel like, especially, especially in today's highlight reel of social media, Mm -hmm. nobody sees the grind, the days that you wanted to quit, the days that you cried yourself to sleep and the days that a coach told you, you would never be a championship pitcher. And so for me, it was more of trying to share the whole picture and the whole story and uh, hopefully use you know, my journey, my failures, my shortcomings, my losses, um, and the victories, but to, to kind of be an open book and to share, um, those tough moments to hopefully maybe encourage, um, other softball players that are, that are living the same life and going through those, those highs and lows of the game and, and of the journey of life as well.
0: Yes, I think it's so neat what you shared. And thanks for giving us insight into your why for why you wrote that. And I know it's definitely impacted so many people. So it's exciting to see that. But speaking of you mentioned a little bit earlier, the growth that opportunities that you've been allowed prior to the your generation beforehand, but that you know, there's going to be more opportunities for the next generation. But we celebrated the 50th anniversary of Title IX last year. I know as a mom with a daughter, but what do you feel are actionable things that need to be done to give softball athletes more money, more opportunities, more coverage as softball tries to become a regular in the Olympics?
1: You know, I think, yes, we're all for it. But a lot of times it comes down to like, are you really for it? Like like you said, action. And I love that you asked that question because it truly is like making sure you're tuning in. DVR, you know, when women's softball is on, whether it's um, the pro league, the WPF or um, Athletes Unlimited, um, even collegiate softball, like the more viewership we we have, the more support um, that and the more doors that will continue to open up. And I think as we also own a construction company, Diamond D Industries, and we're trying to even, you know, open the pathway for women in construction because it's, it's a very, very small number. And so it's just trying to invest and empower. And when you have the, when you have the opportunity, go support it If if there's a game near you, like show up and bring your friends and support the athletes that have, you know, signature products out there, because that helps the athletes and helps our game and, and opens up the doors for maybe your daughter one day to have a signature back in, in stores. And so um, find out, you know, women-owned products and find out which companies truly do support fast softball and the game um as well and support those companies so it's really um not only sharing it like you know and and telling your friends about hey softball's on tv you know let's watch or or have a party let's go support it but then like the next step like let's go try to go to a game let's go support these athletes show up and even even the companies that you know, invest in the collegiate athletes for NIL deals. Like, mm-hmm. okay, who's investing in women? I'm going to go support them because I know that they're investing in in women and, and, the, and our game in the next generation.
0: I love that, that you brought up the importance of just supporting women in every respect and watching it and, and encouraging other people to watch it because now they're ESPN and other platforms are doing a great job by showing even like the little league softball world series on television. And it's going to be on ABC for the first time soon. And so it's exciting to watch it from the younger age. And for the first time they're having the pro games, uh, watching, being able to watch the older people who are playing professionally, the impact that that can make too is so exciting to watch. Absolutely. And I think, you know, yes, I I would talk about investing in it, but,
1: even like just a Facebook or, you know, TikTok or Instagram share, that's free, mm-hmm. you know? So help share, help retweet, help um, get the news out there because now with analytics, all of that matters. So mm-hmm. make sure you're following all of these, you know, women's professional leagues as well and, and the athletes themselves because um, now it comes down to basically like followers equal opportunity. And so mm-hmm. it's it's really important.
0: Absolutely, totally agree. Great stuff. Thanks for sharing. Well, Jenny, what I always do to finish off the podcast is what I call my favorite five questions. So, are you ready? I'm ready. All let's do it. So, first off, what is one piece of advice you would give to the next generation?
1: Go for it. Go for it. If you, if you have an inkling of like, man, I want that, like, find your passions and go for it. And yes, you're gonna fail. But keep getting back up and keep surrounding yourselves with, you know, people that will encourage you to go after it. But I think so many times I look back even in my life and it's like, man, I've just kind of played it safe. I was, I was too nervous. I was too shy. I was too scared of failure. And it's like, no, just go for it. Go for it. And if you fail, so what? At least you went for it. You know, just going, going for it sometimes is the victory in itself. So just, just go for it. Don't be afraid. Don't let fear win. Faith over fear and go for it.
0: I love that. Those three words, go for it. Awesome stuff. All right. Give a shout out to someone who's made an impact on your life. My parents,
1: most definitely my rock, my foundation. Um, But I would say Lisa Fernandez. I know I mentioned her earlier, but she's just one of my favorite people um, and softball players as well. So just, and I think being a pitcher and she played third base and she hit. And so for me, I played first base and hit and, um, she just showed me that it was capable and um paved the way for me along with so many other women. But for me, she's I, I remember just watching her, you know, as a young girl and I could hear the ball spinning and just um she inspired me so much.
0: I love that she's definitely made such a great impact on the game and I love to hear your respect and perspective on her, you know, impacting your life as well. Well, I know you're usually a busy person, you've got kids, you're doing so many great things, but if you had an off day and you could plan your ideal day, how would you want to spend it? Ooh, I would
1: just say hanging out with my family. I love my dogs. I'm, I I've became this crazy dog lady. <laughs> and so uh,
0: just a chill day,
1: hanging out with my friends, family, and um, my puppies, and hopefully eating some really good food.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a fun day. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. All right. I'm excited to hear your answer for this one. So what sport would you play if you didn't play softball? Volleyball,
1: for sure. I played volleyball in high school. I absolutely loved it. And my daughter now plays travel softball. And uh, last year was her first year of club volleyball. And uh, it was so much fun just to be able to be around the game again and see her fall in love with the game. It's just so fast paced. And it's, like, you know, boom, boom, you can't dwell in the last where like softball, you have to wait for your three at bats, you know, you have to wait, you know, eight more hitters to get back up to the plate where volleyball, it's like, no, like the ball's coming right back at you this next play. So, um, you can't kind of dwell on the past, but it's always like in the future and it's so, so quick. I love the, and I do, um, we played some adult beach leagues and, um, local competition games around here. So it's been fun to get out with friends and play beach volleyball as well.
0: That's awesome. So great. (laughs) All right. Last but not least, if you had a superpower that can make the world better, what would you want it to be and why?
1: Oh, oh. I think just kindness. Man, like the gift of kindness and just a smile. And I don't know, especially now just with social media, I feel like there's so much that we soak up that's not a goodness of kindness so just man just loving each other and being kind to one another helping each other out
0: that's awesome I totally agree with that (laughs) all right well Jenny thank you so much again for jumping on the podcast sharing your journey all throughout softball and beyond and all the great work that you're doing with your award and your other softball tournaments and I can't wait to continue to write more stories on your award and also watch you continue to do great things Thank you so much, Anna. And it's been so fun to watch you as a young girl. And now you're
1: just, you're doing it. And, you know, from the young age, you had this dream, and you've worked hard at it. And it's been, uh, you know, a lot of sacrifices to get where you are today. But it's been so much fun to see you shine and continue to grow and uh, the opportunities arise for you. So I know I know the best is yet to come. And it'll be fun. I'm, I'm sure our paths will continue to cross, which is always fun to kind of see the growth of people over the years and especially to see young women living out their dreams. So keep up the good work, Anna. Thank
0: you. (laughs)